0: Welcome back to Winning the Battle for Talent, the podcast where our customer service experts discuss people management, reducing attrition, and helping employees thrive. Let's join the conversation.
1: Welcome to JD Power's Winning the Battle for Talent podcast. I'm Michael Vermillion with JD Power, and with me today are uh, Mark Miller, our practice leader for customer service advisory, uh, Ted Nardin, our subject matter expert on talent retention and Jonathan Sutter from J.D. Power's Travel and Hospitality Practice. Mark, Ted, Jonathan, welcome.
2: Hey, thanks, Mike. Great to be here.
1: Yeah, great to be back. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Great to be here. The topic for today's podcast is uh, coming from a recent Wall Street Journal article that explored the problem of ghosting, and in particular, the ghosting of new hires. So, Ted, why don't we start off with kind of a definition of of what is ghosting? What do we mean by that?
0: Yeah, sure. Ghosting is a term that's been used in a lot of different places. You know, it's been used in, uh, I think it started in the dating world. Um, I wouldn't know that. I have been out of that world for a while, but I've heard about that. Um, And there's two different terms in hiring that we need to talk about. One is uh, called candidate drop-off, and the other one is ghosting, and it helps to compare the two. So candidate drop-off is when you have people who start the process, let's say fill out an application and they just drop out before they get to interview. Or maybe they interview and then they just drop out of the process before they get on to any further. Ghosting is more specifically applied to people who have been given an offer and just simply disappear out of thin air and do not appear at the work environment. So they never show up for the first day. Maybe some of them even maybe show up for the first day or first few hours and then disappear.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So, um, who are these people that are that are ghosting these new hires? Is this a generational thing? Are these eighteen to twenty-four year olds, or, or are we seeing ghosting uh, in
0: other cohorts? Oh, it's across pretty much every cohort. Um, and in fact, um, is nothing terribly new. Ghosting has been around for quite a while. I even have seen and, and was aware at the time back all the way in twenty seventeen. It was an issue. By the pre-pandemic, it became more of an issue such that people were beginning to publish guides on how to avoid ghosting. And even at that time, they were stating that there wasn't really any generational nuance to this this ghosting. But I'll tell you, with the pandemic, what we have seen is that it's really now hitting not just all cohorts, but it's really hitting pretty much every company. So
1: so why do we think this is happening? Uh, you know, Obviously, the pandemic changed a lot of the... Um, the landscape in the labor market in terms of uh, the relationship between employers and employees and uh, recruiting and, and onboarding and so forth but but what is going on here what what are these people thinking about accepting a, a job and then just not showing up for it
0: there are a lot of different reasons I guess we could go into but I think it's better to, to stick to some of the data there are a few companies that have done some really good research and one of them is indeed who um, was doing this research back in 2019 2020. And one of the things they found is that um, both in what we'd call the drop-off process, but also ghosting, when they uh, interviewed, talked to, researched on this, they found that most people were dropping off due to what they called poor communication. So simply, they were um, applying in the process, maybe got an interview, and then that was the last they kind of heard of the company, and so they just went on to another job. Now, more recently, a great, uh, a great study was done by the Robert Half uh, Company, and they um, took a, a deep dive into those people who said that they ghosted, um, and uh, what they found is really three reasons. One was a poor interview process, so they were turned off during the interview and decided this was not a company they wanted to work for. Another was they received another job offer. Seems reasonable. That's it's one of the uh, big ones, but it isn't number one. And the third one, though, I think is very interesting, is that as they researched the job they were offered before they started, they found that the job was going to be different than what they were sold during the interview or, or hiring process overall. So they just ghost. They just decided they're not going to show up and didn't feel like they needed to let anybody know.
1: Oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Um, Jonathan, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's bring you into the conversation from the, the travel and hospitality industry, perspective uh, is the travel and hospitality industry experiencing ghosting the same way some other in- industries are it is absolutely prevalent um, what we saw actually we referenced before the, the May 5th uh, Wall Street Journal article we see one major carrier reporting 15 to 20 percent of candidates don't show up for their first day this is after the process of presumably signing an offer letter and and providing feedback and guidance to the company that they will be showing up. I actually spoke to a chief human resources officer yesterday more broadly about some of the trends. Um, They have seen uh, rates as high as 30%. Uh, There are potentially other um, avenues for this playing out in in travel and hospitality and and beyond. Um, As we've discussed before, there's during the interview process, people just dropping out. Um, and a variety of other things that we're seeing uh, throughout travel and hospitality. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Uh, Mark, what about in the customer service world? Uh, have, is ghosting something that we've seen historically, or is this kind of a new
2: thing? Oh, no. it's uh, It's been around, and um, it's just getting you know more prevalent. You know, one thought, if we think about it from a macro perspective, especially for jobs at this pay rate that we're talking about, is that because there are so many jobs available and it is so easy to um, get in and out of jobs these days, you have situations where folks are just going for multiple jobs, accepting multiple offers, and, you know, we'll pick one at the last second. And then even if they do pick it, because they have experienced how easy it is to get a job, there is, it can literally be like a whimsical decision, right? That I just don't feel good about this, or I don't want to show up today, because there's just so little barrier Especially in the types of jobs that you asked me about, specifically uh, of entry, that it's um, very pervasive inside customer service uh, jobs.
1: Thanks, Mark. So, so, Ted, I think this all begs the question what can companies and what can managers do about ghosting? How, how can we kind of reduce the, um, uh, the prevalence and the impact?
0: It's really about engaging early and often uh, with the, the candidates. And by that, I mean not just with tools, because it's great. We have some wonderful um, HR-based systems that allow us to engage quickly and, and, and really to all, all candidates that apply. But it's also about how can you engage early and often humanly. Um, so that's one thing. And I think another one that I, we advise people all the time is to ask yourself, if a candidate just received your job offer, and just received two other job offers from competing companies with the exact same pay rate. Why would they choose you? And if you can answer that question, then really the next question is, do they know that? Do, I mean, is, does the candidate really see it the way you see it? And what are you doing? So in other words, you need to reevaluate your recruiting process. You know, look at things like how are you building interest um, in the interview. Um, not only interest in, in you as an interviewer, but you you know, building the interest in the company while you're evaluating the candidate, you're selling. Just be mindful that it's about your brand. And it's it's not until after a candidate receives an offer that many of them begin to dig into what your company really has to offer. So never stop informing, never stop selling. Um, And so the, the other one, though, I'll tell you is that is to look at the whole onboarding experience, which a lot of companies are starting to do now, which is all the way from application through to feeling as though this is the place they want to work and they will stay, which is typically around 90 to 120 days into their work. So if you look at it as one fluid process through that whole thing, you begin to evaluate how well are we doing at each one of the critical points during that journey.
1: Ted, I think that's great advice. Um, Just based on our experience uh, with clients, uh, have we seen, do we see any companies that do this well today? Or have we seen any companies that uh, were experiencing ghosting and then um, recognize the problem and and then kind of change their approach?
0: Yeah, and I, I, yes. (laughs) So there are some some great examples of companies that are doing some really good jobs. And I'll give you some examples, um, not by name, but uh, uh, one company that we've worked with um, who found that they were having um, quite a bit of ghosting. In fact, they were, um, much to what Jonathan said earlier, they were experiencing as much as 50% no-show rate on their first day. And this is a, a call center group. Um, What they were able to do was to start engaging with, uh, for example, their supervisor well up front in the hiring process, introducing them. And some of them, we've seen some companies uh, create really interesting approaches to this, where, for example, um, candidates are given a link they can go into and actually read a bio about their future supervisor, begin to read about other teammates after they've been given an offer, after they accept the offer. So that they begin to feel more with, uh, you know, a feeling of, um, I guess, unity with them before they even join. And then a second part of that is to even begin looking at things like having them do some of their paperwork in advance. Um, a lot of people have waited until they get to their first day. Well, if candidates have, have decided to fill out their paperwork ahead of time where they can, um, in addition to the offer letter, this is also a great signal that they are going to stick with the process and it helps so there's some, some great techniques. And the company we worked with uh, dropped their no-show rate to around 5% um, by doing a lot of these types of things up front. So it is possible, absolutely, to create an experience that, that glues people to your company from the moment they sign.
1: Well, Ted, thanks for wrapping us up uh, with a, a note of optimism. Uh, that, that actually is a, a, a serious improvement going from 50 to 5. Uh, great conversation today on Ghosting. Uh, Ted. And Jonathan, Mark, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, thanks to our listeners as well. And we'll see you next time.